0: You're listening to a Healthy Insider Podcast with Sandy Almandaris, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by SupplySide East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey. And welcome to A Healthy Insider Podcast. I am Sandy, and I am on site at Natural Products Expo West 2019 in Anaheim, California. And I am so happy to be sitting here with Heather Granado, who is our VP of Content uh, at Forma in the Phoenix office with me. And so we are both traveling here and excited to see all of the trends. Um, so Heather, let's get started. Okay. First, well, first, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Uh, so what what trends did you see on the show? You know, there were a lot of things
1: that were actually noteworthy. I would say the biggest thing that you can't miss is CBD. Mm-hmm. CBD is everywhere. The education session on Tuesday, out the door, literally out the door. Uh, the overflow rooms were out the door. Um, every single aisle, CBD products. My take uh, at this point, FDA has said they don't believe it's actually a legal dietary ingredient. Um So I'm not going to get into the CBD products. I'm going to leave that to our CBD and hemp experts, uh, Todd and Josh, as you do follow-up interviews with them.
0: Yes, tons tons of questions for them that I'm sure they can't even answer. But I'm sure they will have some (laughs) type of insight
1: about it. So if I move away from that, one of the big things I saw was protein. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's been a lot of emphasis on plant-based protein. So you did see a lot of things like chickpeas, roasted. You saw a lot of plant-based protein drinks. But what was notable and different this year, there was a lot of meat. So organic beef, organic chicken, a lot of jerky. And I think you're seeing an interest in protein for things like satiety, um, as well as if I'm going to choose to have meat, I want to have something that's ethically sourced, that's healthier for me. Um so I might do a heavy plant-based diet. I might be more of a flexitarian and when I choose meat I'm going to choose a high quality meat.
0: Absolutely. I had I recorded a podcast with Teton Waters Ranch yesterday and they they focus on their 100% grass-fed beef for their their burgers um which and they actually mix the burgers with other ingredients um including mushrooms to to lessen the amount of meat but still the meat that they use is is very high quality. Um of course, there was tons of plant-based protein, as you mentioned. A lot of pea protein still—it um, seems to be the winner. Um, but I was going to know on the the meat side of things, or I guess animal-derived um, side of things. Uh, organic uh, Horizon stopped by their booth, and they have milk, which you you know is a protein mm-hmm. has protein in it um, on its own, but they actually add more milk-based protein to their their new variety. So it's like more protein, but from the same source that it originally came from.
1: Well, and I think people are looking for protein in easy snacky ways. So Mm -hmm. a couple of interesting products I saw. uh, Wild Brand had these chicken chips. So they are actually made out of chicken. They were delicious. Don't don't flinch. You guys can't see my face. Yes. Um, For example, there was one that was a chicken and waffle flavor. And they were awesome. And mm. yeah, so really interesting concept here of actually taking chicken and turning it into, you know, a protein delivery, but in a snacky form. Like it's not greasy? It's not greasy. They were, they were crunchy, delicious, like potato chips, but tasted like chicken. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I also saw uh, Plant Snacks had these uh, chips, and they were out of cassava. So you've got this nice plant-based vegan product but using cassava as the base. And I actually saw a few different snacks that were on the cassava side of things. Why Lana was another one.
0: What's cassava? I'm new. I'm so new to cassava. So cassava
1: is a, a root vegetable. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like potato, but it doesn't have the starch level of a potato. Mm. So definitely just a little bit uh, healthier option. Yeah. Um, still still quite tasty. Um, Gluten free. Yeah. And one of the things that I noted with plant-based protein as well, Aloha offers this organic plant-based food, and they're going to kind of segue me into my next trend that I noted. So Aloha, plant-based food, they've got bars, they've got powders. The new thing they launched was a ready-to-drink protein drink. So you've got coconut milk, MCT, prebiotics, Mm -hmm. all in this little RTD container, and actually really good. It did not have the pea protein taste. Mm -hmm. I think that's a a struggle for a lot of the products Mm -hmm. that were at this show. You're still picking up that. um, Chalky. The chalky taste of pea protein. And this really didn't have that. And what I noted there is this emphasis on coconut. And I'm not sure if Mm -hmm. you saw a lot of coconut.
0: coconut. And MCT oil. MCT
1: oil specifically. Lots of coconut. I saw coconut yogurts. Mm-hmm. Um, actually the coconut collaborative had a really good coconut yogurt, as well as a coconut based sort of like a pudding cup that was a dessert. Um, Koyo, same kind of thing, coconut based yogurt. So we saw a lot of coconut last year. So mm-hmm. it's sort of a
0: continuation of that trend. I think my, one of my favorite coconut products that I saw was from E Nature, and it's a, it's, it's breadcrumbs without bread. It's coconut. So coconut-based. And there's also, like, turmeric. There's also other, like, you know, fabulous ingredients in there to to boost antioxidants and all that. But it's uh, – and even on the bag, it's, like, does not taste like coconut. Like, they have to, like, in their <laughs> packaging say, like, it's not bread made out of coconut, but still does not taste – It's they taste like breadcrumbs.
1: Okay. And you brought up turmeric. Mm. Lots of turmeric. It's not just in the supplement aisle, although you certainly saw a lot of – anti-inflammation sort Mm -hmm. of turmeric products. Um, I saw a lot of turmeric used actually for its flavor. There was a turmeric, chai, and cinnamon ice cream Mm. this Culture Republic uh, developed. They have this whole brand line that includes probiotics, interesting flavor profiles, and they actually give back to local artists. Mm. So 10% of their profits support arts in local communities. Oh, that's so great. So I saw a lot of that tied in as well. So you'd see a cool trend, something like a turmeric, and you'd find that the company was also doing a lot of social activism, which I think you're seeing more mission-based at Expo. It was always a part of this culture, yeah. but it's increasingly notable.
0: I, I definitely agree. I've stopped by many, I didn't write any, I don't have any right in front of me, but many booths that I stopped by that were like, you know, buy this bag of you know, whatever, and then we will donate a meal to somebody or um, a dozen's cousins. I had a, a, a podcast with um, the founder there yesterday, and he said they make beans and they are they support cooking classes, like local cooking class, classes in Austin, uh, Texas, um, to teach un- underprivileged people how to like actually cook real meals and not, you know, not just get fast food or whatever's easily available, which is often unhealthy. Um, right. Right. So.
1: Um, the other thing that I
0: wanted to talk about was a little bit on digestive health. So it's, I, before you start, I just, I just lo- love that. See, like all of these are melding. It's like protein, digestive health, and the probiotics add a turmeric. Like it's, they, uh, there's these marriages of all of these trends in all of these different products. I think so.
1: Um, so you saw a lot of kombucha. There mm-hmm. was a lot of kombucha again this year. Um, not always delicious in my opinion. I think people struggle uh, to come up with something that actually has a great taste mm-hmm. for kombucha. I stopped by Wild Tonic. They have a June, J-U-N, as opposed to... It's a different kind of scoby. Oh. So, but, and this one, it's fermented with honey mm-hmm. as opposed to sugar, which I thought was pretty nice, uh, kind of an evolution of mm-hmm. being a little bit more natural. Yeah. So they've got this whole line. It's not overly new, but the newest thing they have, they actually are doing hard kombucha, this hard June kombucha, um, 7.6% alcohol level, kind of bubbly, delicious, Mm. made in Sedona. Shout out Arizona. Exactly. Woman owned company.
0: Oh, shout out women. Exactly. Uh,
1: So for that, I found it really interesting just because you've got something that's designed to be very healthy for you, good for your gut, Mm-hmm. And, hey, by the way, we can also do it and have a little party on the side. So, so
0: interesting because, you know, like the struggle of kombucha in the past is always like, what's that alcohol level? Is it too high? You, you know, retailers have this certain threshold. But um, Wild Tonic took it and they're like, actually, let's just crank up that. Let's turn it up <laughs> to a Let's turn 11. it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I love um,
1: it. Impact bars, that's another one. Kind of woman-owned company mm-hmm. and they're doing bars that are protein with prebiotics and probiotics. Mm-hmm. Again, you're seeing the marriage of ingredients. You're seeing the synergy as people understand that while I might be seeking probiotics, you know, I don't necessarily want to have so many products that I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that said, probiotics has been out for a while. So many probiotic products. I think consumers are increasingly aware of the microbiome and the idea mm-hmm. of gut health and the gut-brain connection. Country Life came out with a great product line, and it's just shipping next month, called Gut Connection. And the idea here is instead of taking probiotics, these are probiotics-free, they're prebiotic-based. Mm. So I'm really excited to see the growth in the prebiotic market. I mm-hmm. think feeding your own microbiome as opposed to trying to change your microbiome and you know colonize other organisms within mm-hmm. it. So they have the base formula that's this digestive balance that has the fermentate and branded prebiotic ingredients. And then we get into the personalized nutrition concept. There are seven other products and you can sort of sub in. So I've got my digestive balance. I'm feeding my gut, but I'm kind of stressed out these days. So I'm going to take stress balance and the stress balance has Epicor, and sensorial ashwagandha, and some theanine L-theanine, all in efficace, efficacious doses. Okay. So I can take a couple of those. Okay. And over the course of the week, I'm feeding my microbiome, and I'm improving the gut-brain axis, so along the vagus nerve. So you got stress, you got mood, you got immune, all with efficacious doses of ingredients that actually have been clinically studied for their benefits.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure uh, yes, Supplement it is. line. That's yes. awesome. And, that great. And you can
1: change it out. And because of the high safety profile of the fermentate and the prebiotic, even if you take all eight capsules a day, you're not even getting close to what the, the level is that they've identified for safe ingestion. Right. So.
0: That's awesome. Um, back to kombucha uh, and digestion. Um, I can't remember what it was, but someone was like talking about their kombucha and they said, you know, and it's a prebiotic, which I guess it's always had always has been, but it's not something that in the past people have called out. Um, right. Also on digestion, I saw by eLove, they have a an alo, they have yogurt with chunks of aloe in it, which they said it's, like, huge in Japan, of course. Um, I and saw one of those
1: sort of aloe-based yogurt products a couple of years yeah. ago at Expo, and I was like, mm.
0: And I was like, like, you know, you look, and I was like, the chunks? <laughs> That's the aloe? And they're like, yeah. So, I mean. Gut I, health. I admit I did not try it, but I, you know, it's on trend. But you thought it was notable. Yeah. And yeah. They, you know, they were talking about the bite, the, the uh um, the digestive benefits as well as the skin health benefits of aloe.
1: Right, right. Um, And then while I couldn't actually taste any of the nut products, there were a
0: lot of nut products Mm -hmm. at this
1: show. Nut milks, a lot of cashew, Mm -hmm. um, which I think that's sort of a trending ingredient at this point. Tiger nuts. I saw Mm -hmm. at least three different companies that were promoting tiger nuts, and I hadn't even heard of them before. So that's interesting to see something new coming out. I believe they're sourced out of Ghana and Spain, okay. is where they're grown. And they're sort of like a peanut mm-hmm. as opposed to a tree nut. Um, okay, Roasted, made into milk, much like all the other nuts right. that we were seeing at this show. There were a couple of booths that had nothing but tree nut milks, and mm. generally RTD Tetra Pak yep. packaging. So yep. Tetra Pak, Tetra Pak is huge, absolutely. And that's interesting, because I think people are paying more attention to packaging. The safety profile there mm-hmm. is notable, but certainly you want to have recyclable, sustainable. So, looking for those types of solutions.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've always had a, a marriage of like the science to keep something safe. Um, and then versus something that's compostable and, and something that's not, you want it to be safe enough to keep the product until shelf shelf life and not, you know, degrade the product and leach anything, but also not like so safe that it's going to be around forever and ever and ever like plastic.
1: And that's a challenge. I Mm -hmm. was listening to some of the speakers at climate day on Tuesday and the amount of packaging that, you know, it's around forever, a lot of this, and we're going to have to figure out how do you actually address that?
0: And, uh help clean it up right so speaking of again a marriage here of um packaging and uh nuts I know you stopped by one of the many Justin's booths um and I know you can't try it which is so sad but they have almond butter covered almonds mm. and cashew butter covered cashew which is like what that's like so so ingenious and amazing and it's it's like um like a chocolate covered raisin you would think of it's like the the uh, the outside is like um a, a filmy kind of uh substance, but it's, it's so, they're so delicious. You could just eat them and eat them forever. Um, and then the, the, on the packaging side, they, their little cups, their little sample cups were compostable Which is, was so, I mean, you know that that cost extra money and Mm -hmm. took extra care, but they, you know, and they were displaying and saying like, these are compostable, by the way, and they have their little, you know, the comp, they didn't have a regular garbage for you to just throw them away like everything else. I mean, they had the regular garbage for other things and then they're compostable. So I want, I really do wonder how much that they were contributing to the compostable um, at the end. Maybe we should check with them at the end of the show to see if they tracked it. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So those were the, the major things. I mean... You walk around these shows, and it's very challenging. You, you honestly can't get through all of Expo. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. But I think we've identified a lot of the things that were out mm-hmm. there that were interesting, kind of the trends. Again, lots of chocolate, lots of probiotics, lots of hemp.
0: And I want to add a post to this that I, I couldn't sneak it in there and digestion because we just went off. But um, they're pro- postbiotics um as a little post tag to this podcast um i, I can't name any companies because people i talk to uh, ingredient companies are like well we're working on it it's going to come out um but that's it's a deactivated probiotics that have their own health benefits so i think we're going to have pre sin and post and watch this space. So, so before we close, what is like the, your favorite or like a crazy product or something that you are going to look for when you get home to your, in your grocery store? Okay. So the crazy fun product I found was they're called shotties
1: and anybody who's been to a college party has had <laughs> jello shots. And these were all natural gluten-free pre-packaged jello shots with the vodka in them. And you know, it's, premium vodka and they they worked on these cups so that you just sort of squeeze the bottom of the little cup and out pops the uh the jello shots. So it's not something that you'd expect
0: at this big health focused expo right. but It was a pretty popular booth, I got to tell you. And uh, I mean, the party conscious, their party goers are conscientious as well. Exactly. We need need to think of them. We should not overlook that group. Exactly. So that was sort of my my fun one. That
1: plus the chicken chips. I really like the chicken chips too. Chicken (laughs) chips. Well, thank you so much, Heather. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks, Sandy.
0: This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey. For more award winning podcasts from industry experts, Go to Insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account.